Hare Krishna, I welcome all to Everyday Chant Hari Nam Conference Call. Today we are very fortunate to have His Grace Premarupa Chaitanya Das Prabhu from India to enlighten us on verse 9, chapter 4, canto 6 of Srimad Bhagavatam. Prabhuji, once again, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Please take over the call, Prabhu. Ah, thank you very much, Mataji. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. So, Om Agnanati Miranda Sina Gnananjana Shalakaya Chakshu Anumilitam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bishnam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Svapadantikam He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namastute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishavanu Sute Deve Tanamami Haripriye Vancha Kalpaturubhyascha Krupa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavane Bhyo Vaishnavetyo Namo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadra Shri Vasadi Gauravakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Namam Vishnupadaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Shreemate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminitinamile Namaste Karasthate Deve Gauravani Tacharine Nirvishesha Shreemadi Paschatya Deshatarine Hare Krishna to everyone. I thank every, uh, each and every devotee for giving me this opportunity to talk about uh, Shreemad Bhagavatam so that it will be purifying my, me as well as others. So, uh, the uh, assignment shloka which was given to me was 6.4.9 that is 6th canto, 4th chapter, 9th shloka. So, uh, the uh, canto 6 is actually prescribed duties for mankind and the 4th chapter is Hamsaguya prayers and the shloka is 9th, 6.4.9. So uh, now I am going to read the shloka, translation and commentary, then go on with the class. Annam charanam achara hi apadaha pada charinam ahasta hasta yuktanam vipadam cha chatushpadaha. Translation. By nature's arrangement, fruits and flowers are considered the food of insects and birds grass and other legless living entities are meant to be the food of four-legged animals like cows and buffalo. Animals that cannot use their front legs as hands are meant to be food of animals like tigers which have claws and four-legged animals like deer and goats as well as food grains are meant to be the food of human beings. Jai. By nature's law or the arrangement of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one kind of living entity is eatable by other living entities. As mentioned here in Dvipadam, Chatushpadaha, the four-legged animals, Chatushpada, as well as food grains are eatables for human beings, Dvipadam. These four-legged animals are those such as deer and goats, not cows, which are meant to be protected. Generally, the men of the higher classes of society the Brahmanas, Kshatriyas and Vaishyas do not eat meat. Sometimes Kshatriyas go to the forest to kill animals like deer because they have to learn the art of killing 
and sometimes they eat the animals also. Shudras to eat animals such as goats. Cows, however, are never meant to be killed or eaten by human beings. In every Shastra, cow killing is vehemently condemned. Indeed, one who kills a cow must suffer for as many years as there are hairs on the body of a cow. Manu Samhita says, Pravrutir esha bhutanam nivrutishtu maha phala. We have many tendencies in this material world, but in human life, one is meant those who desire to uh, one is meant to learn how to curb those tendencies. Those who desire to eat meat may satisfy the de demands of their tongues by eating lower animals, but they should never kill cows who are actually accepted as the mothers of human society because they supply milk. The Shastra especially recommends Krishi Gorakshya. The Vaishya section of humanity should arrange for the food for the entire society through the agricultural activities and should give full protection to the cows, which are the most useful animals because they supply milk to the human society. So this was the purport given by Srila Prabhupada in the Srimad Bhagavatam. It was his realizations. So uh, basically one should uh, try to understand Bhagavatam as it is from the pure devotee like Srila Prabhupada. So firstly I like to tell you why actually we are supposed to hear Bhagavatam from Srila Prabhupada? Because one, he is from the Guru Parampara, which is authentic and bona fide, that is Brahma Madhva Gaudiya Sampradaya. And secondly, the heart of Srila Prabhupada is 100% pure. So, when one hears Srimad Bhagavatam from the 100% pure heart, then it enters into our heart. So, that is a, that is a way to receive this knowledge of Srimad Bhagavatam. So coming to the context of this shloka, now we all know who is Dhruva Maharaj. Dhruva Maharaj was such a small child who was five years old, but still he could satisfy Sri Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead by his austerity. And Prachin Barhi is actually descendant of the, that Dhruva Maharaj. So, Prachinbari had 10 sons who were called as Prachetas. So, when Prachetas were told by his father, Prachinbari, that uh, the 10 sons are supposed to go to the forest and control the senses. So, only when he is able to control senses, only the person who is able to control senses can able to follow Krishna conscious as it is. So, this is the basic underlining point. So, if one is unable to control the senses, then it's very, very difficult for him to follow Krishna consciousness. So, this fact was known by Prachin Barhi. So, he was, he, he instructed his ten sons to go to the forest and follow the tapasya. And they started doing tapasya for the Lord. For the Lord. So, later on, when they completed all the tapasya, in the meantime, actually, uh, Krishna has come, come to, come, came before them and told that he was very happy actually seeing the cooperation between the Prachetas and there is a catch over here. Why did he say that? Because in, even in ISKCON there is a big community, there are many community of devotees. So in this community of devotees, if there is an affection between the devotees, if there is understanding between the devotees and if there is a helping nature between the devotees, 
if there is a cooperation between the devotees, that will make Lord Krishna happy. Eventually, that will make uh, Srila Prabhupada also happy. So, this is one of the underlining points because of which he, he, he was forced to come before the Lord. He was forced to, the Lord was forced to come before the Prachetas. So, generally, what we think is that uh, we, uh, one of uh, Shankarshandas Adhikari uh, Maharaj actually says that actually one wants to have a good relationship with the Lord Krishna what we are supposed to do we are supposed to have very good relationship with the devotees around us because the devotees around us are going to tell us actually what we are so when we know what we are then that will be an opportunity to correct so why am I saying all these things are different uh, realizations and uh, applications where each and every individual can put an effort to uplift his consciousness. So, when, uh, when they completed the tapasya, when they came out, they were very angry. Actually, the prachetas were inside the ocean, inside the sea, they were doing tapasya like that, because they can control their senses like that in a better way, as for the Shastra. So, the moment they came out, what they found is that the whole world was filled with the trees, because the tapasya is not a joke. To do tapasya, it takes a lot of years. It says that uh, uh, in one lakh years of lifespan of Vishwamitra, 40,000 to 45,000 years were used to sit erectly, so that he can so that he can focus on the Lord. So this is how the uh, that's the reason Vishwamitra did tapasya in Satyuga. That is not possible in Kaliyuga though. That's the reason we are chanting Hare Krishna. That's a different thing. So now the point is, now when the prachetas were angry, they were ready to burn all the trees because that is actually causing an obstruction for the uh, citizens of the material world to carry on their uh, regular life. So immediately with this yogic power, with, from their open mouth, they started uh, uh, disseminating the wind and uh, fire to burn the trees into ashes. Then immediately, the uh, moon god who is called as Soma, he has come into the picture and he has explained what is the value of a tree. After which uh, Prachetas could understand they stopped it. But uh, the thing is that why I am explaining all these things? Why? Uh, then what happened? They stopped it. Uh, the reason why I am explaining all this is that actually Soma when he explained all the philosophy, they, they stopped it but they were not convinced. So, in order to convince the Prachetas, the Soma has sent one Apsara towards the ten Prachetas. Then Prachetas, each Pracheta has disseminated seven onto the Apsara. So that the, there is a collection of ten semens of the ten Prachetas and it went into the, uh, the private part or reproductive organ of the Apsara. After which, the result, the resultant action, the resultant of this, all the activities is that Daksha has come into the picture. Now this Daksha has come into the picture, he took birth, then after realizations, then he started doing some prayers and those prayers are termed as the Hamsaguya prayers. So these Hamsaguya prayers are actually told by Daksha to the Lord. He wanted to explain what is this matter, what is spirit soul, we generally have this uh, SMS, which is called as uh, short message service. So the same acronym can be used here 
Daksha was actually uh, was telling, he was glorifying the Lord, saying that this SMS, that the S stands for the spirit, M stands for matter, and S stands for super soul, who is controlling the both spirit and matter. So this SMS, this controller, he was glorifying the controller of the both, that is spirit and matter, that is super soul. So among that prayer, 6.4.9 is one of the prayer. So uh, now we are coming to this picture. Now it says that by nature's arrangements, fruits and flowers are considered the food of insects and birds. Grass and other legless living entities are meant to be the food of four-legged animals like cows and buffalo. Now you try to understand the animals which which have uh, which have legs. What is the food for them? The animals which don't have legs, those are the foods for the animals which have legs. And the animals which have hands, uh, what is the food for them? The animals for the uh, the animals which don't have hands, those animals are the food for the animals which have the hands. So like that, when you go on like this, for human beings, for human beings, four-legged animals like deer and goats, as well as food grains, are meant to be the food of human beings. So this is explained in the translation. So in one sense, one a human being can have animal eating, it's allowed to have animal eating, but not cows. Because cows are actually supplying the milk, they are considered as one of the mother among the seven mothers. So why, why, the, why the cow is considered as seven mothers, because it gives milk. Once what happened, uh, one of the foreigner posed a question to Chanakya Pandit, that name which is the best animal in your, uh, what is the best animal in your uh, India? So he named other animal other than cow. Then the father asked him, then why, what is the reason? Why not cow? Then he said, cow is not an animal. Chaneka Pandit immediately says that, since cow is giving milk to the human society, that's the reason it is not considered as a uh, animal, but it is considered as a mother as per the Shastra. So it means that one should never satisfy his tongue by eating cow. Of course, there are different degrees of uh, instructions in different levels to the people. Like, for example, uh, we are not supposed to eat non-veg in the Krishna conscious. The Guru, when he is giving initiation, he says that one should be, a disciple should be chanting 16 rounds as well as he should follow four regulative principles, which includes one should have one should have only prasadam and not non-veg and not even onion garlic and other rules as follow will follow so when we that is the highest that is the highest injunction but the people who cannot follow that injunction what are they supposed to do then so the person the people the category of the people who cannot control their they cannot control non-veg cannot control eating different kinds of animals, what are they supposed to do? They are, suppo they are supposed to eat those animals like deer, goats or other animals other than cow. Because cow is the mother. So that is one point is uh, overstressed in the purport. That is one point. And secondly, Krishi go Raksha. The Shastra especially recommends Krishi Go Raksha. 
the vaisha section of humanity should arrange for the food of the entire society through krishi krishi means agriculture and goraksha means production of the cows only the people that that category of people who do these two things only they only they can called as vaishyas nowadays vaishyas are anyone who is doing business but they are not considered as vaishyas as per the shastra the shastra says that those are the vaishyas who does krishi and goraksha and these two things are the only things which are uh, mostly exploited or uh, uh, which are uh, which are given the least importance that's the reason there is a problem of vaishya so vaishya is unable to maintain you as you all know vaishya is one of the category of the varnashrama dharma that is one of the varnashrama dharma so but this varnashrama dharma purpose is to become krishna conscious then why not all business people are becoming krishna conscious because they are not after go krishi go raksha so this is the reason why vaishya people are unable to take krishna's holy name because they are not following the krishi go raksha this is the most important point but say for example if a person is already doing some business he is running it since 10 years or 20 years he cannot change the business that's okay he has to chant the holy name with that uh, setup itself but the person who is not started any business they can go for krishi and go raksha then take initiation that is a better idea because the purpose of varnashrama dharma is to chant the holy name of the lord and please the krishna so that is possible when we do krishi go raksha only so now it now uh, the most important point here is that why people want to do krishna consciousness now if you say there are 100% of the people in the iskon society rarely people will understand why are they doing krishna consciousness what is the use of krishna consciousness because until unless you do not know the need of something the importance of something till then we will not put our best efforts in that so that's the reason most of the people even though they are chanting hare krishna since many years they are unable to get krishna prem they are unable uh, they are unable to create some divine qualities which is the purpose which is the one of the secondary purpose of the krishna consciousness so why are they not able to do that because they are not focused and there's one good example i can give you over here see every divine quality follows focus a person who is focused he can he can invite all kinds of divine qualities for example say a person is going to a desert we feel lot of heat we feel the hot weather we don't feel comfortable it it is very hot we keep sweating we keep perspiring we know that but the same weather will not burn the paper even if you take a piece of paper even the sun who is a surya samaya krishna sama who is equivalent to the sun who is equivalent to the krishna which is sun it is unable to burn the ash it is not able to burn the paper into ashes what is the reason the reason is it is not focused the sun rays which are falling on the earth especially at the area of the desert region in that particular desert say sahara desert those rays are actually so much diffused you you understand what is diffused diffused means 
in the the sun rays are actually thrown into different ways in a different way in in multi directions so when the sun rays are in the different directions in multiple directions it is not focused on particular papers that is the reason it is unable to burn the paper into the ashes so what are we supposed to do what is the practical example the practical example is this that when you use a magnifying glass and put over a piece of paper and paper is beneath the magnifying glass then what happens all the diffused rays of the sun will focus and fall on to the paper then what happens immediately the paper burns so this is the logic so it means that it means that when we are focused things will start working so when we are focused in chanting hare krishna and that is one thing and while chanting though we are focused in pleasing krishna but our uh, our focus must be also that the holy name which i am taking is a person he is krishna he is more than krishna actually so when we get that realization then what happens that we find we feel that the divine qualities are getting infused into the heart of the performer of the or chanter performer or the chanter so that's the reason i'll give another example say there's one person who is going in the train he has 1 lakh rupees and his 1 lakh rupees is uh, is situated or 1 lakh rupees is in the suitcase so that suitcase is in the upper berth and he is also carries a laptop which is under under the lower berth so if i tell to that person now you have to enjoy the beauty of the nature which is coming which is outside the train he will not be able to enjoy the beauty of the nature why because his thoughts or his focused on his laptop which is the beneath the lower berth and on the 1 lakh rupees of the suitcase which is on the upper berth so it means his thoughts are very diffused so he is unable to enjoy the beauty of the nature which he can see easily he, though he is sitting beside the window though he he is not blind though his vision is good though he can see the distant places so but still he cannot he cannot actually perceive the beauty of the nature the reason is that his thoughts are diffused so what can be done then How, but still he wants to enjoy the beauty of the nature what he supposed to do is that he has he is supposed to take that suitcase which has 1 lakh rupees then then also he is supposed to take that laptop and put on his own he should put he should put it on his thighs or he should he should put it at his nearest place then then he gives the confidence that no one can uh, rob that with that confidence he is able to enjoy the beauty of the nature so similarly when we know what is the root cause of our diffused thoughts while chanting when we know the root cause then when you start when you get to know number one that could be financial problem that could be many other problems it could be financial problem family problems then you will then you should then you will understand that you should first deal these things in order to chant properly that is a planning to chant properly so if you want to chant properly whole life then you have to plan properly so you should be peaceful you should not be disturbed so in order to be peaceful you should be able to deal some problems instead of running away from the problems 
and one of the way to deal the problem is to chant Hare Krishna properly because when you chant Hare Krishna properly what happens the divine quality starts uh, uh, producing in your heart when the divine quality starts producing then it those divine qualities will help in solving various kinds of issues in your it could be familial it could be financial it could be career it could be anything so this is one of the important thing we are supposed to keep in in our mind so the most important part of krishna consciousness is focus though it appears material in one of the lectures of bhaktivinoda thakur bhaktivinoda thakur explains that taking bath actually questions taking bath is spiritual or material he says that taking bath is actually material because it is it is one of the sattvic guna and sattva rajotamo is actually material it comes under material guna so uh, then it is material but he he says also that if a person thinks if i take bath properly three times a day then i can able to do the deity worship properly then i can chant properly a, a, a person who does not take bath for days or, uh, or weeks he cannot chant hare krishna properly so now he is chant he is taking bath to chant properly he is taking bath to do deity worship properly he is taking bath because that does not give a false smell to the devotees in the center or in the temple so this has become spiritual so taking bath has become spiritual so one should understand that for a pure devotee everything is spiritual so we talk a lot about pure devotee but we are unable to become pure devotees because we are not allowing hare krishna mantra who is actually krishna himself to create divine qualities in our heart and this is the reason why we are actually attached to the lower taste lower rasa so uh, actually it is also understood that uh, when a person wants to be krishna conscious perfectly first thing what vishnu shakur thakur suggests that one should have particular kind of a mood and that mood is that i am the servant of 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 the lord seven times servant used by chaitanya mahaprabhu so when we understand this when we work in this mood then what happens slowly we will start producing divine qualities then you may get answer why because when you when a person tries to do whatever is possible in in his hands then krishna will make him do whatever is not possible in his hands with his hands so when you do whatever is possible krishna will empower us to do to do impossible that is what happened in the shrila prabhupada life so why we are unable to uh, give up meat eating why we are unable to give up onion garlic the reason the only one and only reason is that we haven't experienced the higher taste this is the only reason so to experience the higher taste first we have to allow it to happen and how to allow it first like for example if i want if you want to eat something the container must be very clean similarly the container to take a krishna consciousness is your mind because mind is actually friend also as well as foe to oneself so once you make the mind friend that will make us devotees because bhaktivinoda thakur in manasiksha explains 
that the biggest non devotee in this world is our own mind so when we are preaching we should think that i am actually preaching to my own mind so when that mind becomes devotee actually the same mind will obstruct will stop will prohibit us to become krishna conscious the same mind will instruct us to become krishna conscious because mind has become the friend to oneself but how is that possible what should i do for that repetition is a mother of memory so once we repeat see for example if i if one wants to become a good devotee of the lord one has to repeat this statement again and again in the mind one has to preach again and again the same point one has to meditate again and again the same point then what happens your our mind is like a super computer so say for example i have written tiger so what is seen inside the inside the computer it, it only it can only show the word tiger t i g e r so whatever i am feeding in the computer the same thing is being reflected from the computer the same thing it is seen in the computer similarly if one wants to improve krishna consciousness then we are supposed to tell to our own mind again and again that i have to improve krishna consciousness i have to follow for regulative principles i have to please guru i have to please guru maharaj i have to please krishna the more number of times you repeat the same thing again and again you see a miracle the whole universe which is also under the control of the krishna will start helping you because actually in bhagavad gita krishna says that arjuna whenever you are feeling forced to do something you are feeling that because the three modes of nature are actually forcing you but why are they forcing the forcing of the three gunas depends on what you desire so our the pattern of our desires change when we repetitively put a conscious effort to change that's the reason the very program the very name of the program given by shri prabhupada is krishna consciousness so once we repeat positive statements in one's own life again and again then slowly such chemicals are going to get created in the brain where you are forced to do positive things only say for example uh, if a devotee scolds you generally what happens that we generally react to it and we start scolding him or we want to defend ourselves so either we defend uh, the scolding someone is actually one of the mechanism of defense itself so we try to defend why we want to defend we want to prove that we are we are bigger than that devotee or any devotee in the iskon center or iskon temple any group any congregation any devotee so there is some ahankara then what to be done so it is we who have programmed that i am supposed to react i am supposed to defend who who explained it no one has explained that on a slate or on a board we have programmed it our own mind by our observation by the because most of the devotees do that so i am also doing it so that is not wrong but that is wrong as for the shastra but shastra says that one should be humble trunadapi sunichena tarorapi sahishnuna amanena manadena kirtaniya sadahari so this one sentence or this one sikshastaka this one verse of the sikshastaka has to be word over the neck why it is said only neck neck because if i am speaking i have to talk from the the neck comes first i have to talk from the throat so before talking something if i wear that trunadapi sunichena 
then I will become humble. So before talking any anything, I will become humble. Or there will be a dumbbell. I will be holding a dumbbell and I will be able, so I will, if I am holding dumbbell all my life, then no one will connect, then no one will correct, then, then I can never upgrade in Krishna consciousness. So it's pivotal, it's, it's very important, it is very essential to become humble. So when I, so reading this one verse and again and again per day, remembering the same verse and again and again will make us humble so that we can also do some prayers like Daksha did to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, like Guya, like Guya prayers, answer Guya prayers. So to pray, one has to actually become humble. We see, for example, we say that Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam, Guru Parampara, is the knowledge is coming as it is. So, did you ever get a doubt that if everything is coming as it is, then why different acharyas are writing different books? Then the same content. There is no point in writing again the same content again and again. There is a wastage of ink. There is a wastage of book. There is a wastage of time. There is a wastage of many things. No, it's not like that because. When a pure devotee presents Krishna consciousness as it is, it does not mean he is by hearting it, by hearting the Bhagavatam and telling the same thing, but along with it, he is also adding his realizations. Say, for example, if you take a book written by the Srila Prabhupada disciple, he will take most of the most of the verses from the Prabhupada, he will take most of the things from the uh, verses uh, used by Srila Prabhupada, but they also add their realizations also. Or else there is no point. So Srila Prabhupada wanted us to write our realizations also. So to write realization, first you are supposed to relish it. To relish it, you are supposed to first cherish it. To cherish it, you are supposed to follow it. To follow, you are supposed to read it. So unless you don't have any theoretical knowledge, then we cannot follow anything practical. So, so it's very important to read Srila Prabhupada books, especially Bhagavatam. Now, I like to tell you the purpose of reading Bhagavatam. The purpose of reading Bhagavatam, what is the purpose of reading Bhagavatam? The purpose of reading Bhagavatam is to purify our heart. And that is possible only when we read Srila Prabhupada books because Srila Prabhupada has 100% pure heart. Only when you hear from the 100% pure heart, only then it is possible for you to purify your own heart 100%. That is the logic. So, in order to understand this, one has to read books. Not read, one has to study the books in the Association of Devotees. It is said that there was one devotee was actually explaining Srimad Bhagavatam during the, uh, he was a contemporary of Lord Chaitanya, during when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was doing a South India visit, there is one devotee, Pandit, he is a Pandit, he is a scholar, he was telling Srimad Bhagavatam very eloquently, then most of the, in Navadvip. So, when, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came back from South India trip to the Navadvip, he saw a Pandit, Devanand Pandit. He was, he was uh, delivering the lectures of Srimad Bhagavatam very eloquently. And many people from the Navadip were going, rushing towards him. And everyone were appreciating. 
So even Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sat for a few minutes there. Then he realized, oh, this is all wrong. This is not correct. Then he shouted, you rascal. He shouted like this, you rascal. You are not supposed, you are not eligible to even read Srimad Bhagavatam. Then he went away. Shaitanya Mahaprabhu went away. Then he could not understand what happened. I am reading uh, Bhagavatam as it is. I am reading the verse. Like as we, as we are reading, he also read. But he, it was scholarism. Why, he, why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was scolding the Pandit? Because Devanand Pandit, because Devanand Pandit actually offended Srivas. Srivas was offended by the, uh, the Pandit, the speaker. That's the reason he was unable, once you offended pure devotee of the Lord, all the divine qualities which you have will be ruined, will be uprooted. You understand? Uproot. If you cut a tree, it will regrow it after some days. Because the root is still under the ground. But your bhakti gets uprooted when one offends a devotee. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has taught us like this. It is, it is there in Chaitanya Chaitanya also. So, and one more thing is that once we offend a pure devotee of the Lord, what actually happens is that Lord Krishna is displeased. When Lord Krishna is displeased, then what happens? Then Krishna will not reveal himself from the pages of Bhagavatam. So, then you may say, okay, I am not displeasing any pure devotee, there are other devotees whom I can displease them. No, it's not like that. Because we ourselves don't know who is pure devotee and who is not. And it was also said in the same Bhagavatam that when Bhairava, Lord Bhairava has cut the head of the Daksha and again reunited by Lord Shiva, then when Vishnu came in uh, during that uh, Yajna, the Vishnu says there that even a living entity, if he is disturbed, then I am disturbed. Lord Vishnu says that to Daksha. So, if you are troubling a living entity, I am getting troubled. Who is saying this? Lord Vishnu is saying this. So, when Lord Vishnu is getting disturbed with, a, with any living entity, then definitely he will get disturbed when you are troubling a Vaishnava who is worship. He is a devotee of Vishnu or Krishna. So, these are the statements, these are the applicative statements which we are supposed to take it seriously. This is the most important statement. So, one should be very, very careful while reading Bhagavatam. One should read Srila Prabhupada's books and we should remember that statement again and again. We are supposed to apply that in our life. Then we are supposed to preach. That, will, that is a preaching the mind. Once the mind is getting preached, then automatically then what happens? Then, then the people who are actually having the various kinds of minds will also will get satisfied. When my mind is getting satisfied, then other minds will also get satisfied. This is the secret of Krishna Consciousness. So, Daksha, what is the meaning of Daksha? The meaning of the Daksha is expert. So, he was so expert materially. But even then, then you may say that Daksha, the, the Manus, as well as the other uh, Devi Devatas are actually enjoying the material life, then how come they are the devotees of the Lord? Because Veda explains there are two ways of understanding the Vedas. 
वन इज निवृत्ति मार्ग प्रवृत्ति मार्ग निवृत्ति मार्ग इज एक्चुअली दाथ ऑफ रिशन एंड प्रवृत्ति मार्ग इज एक्चुअली दिट सो दो दीज टू पार्ट लुक ऑपोजिट दर एक्चुअली लीडिंग टू द सेम गोल दट इज कृष्णा कॉन्शियसनेस सो इफ वन इज एक्चुअली लाइफ वॉट इज सपोज टू डू जनरली पीपल से देर सपोज टू डू कर्म कांड एक्टिविटी देर सपोज टू डू कर्म योगा ध्यान योगा बट दट इज रॉन्ग एज पर विश्वनाथ चक्रवर्ती ठाकुर विश्वनाथ चक्रवर्ती ठाकुर इन सारार्थी दर्शनी एक्सप्लेन दट इफ वन वॉन्ट्स टू गो टू स्वर्ग लोक विच इज मेटीरियल वॉट इज सपोज टू डू ही सपोज टू बिकम कृष्ण कॉन्शियस हाउ कम बिकॉज the karma kanda is actually a part of one of the section of the vedas there are three sections of the vedas karma kanda gnana kanda upasana kanda since it is part of the vedas and vedas are coming from the mahavishnu karana dagashai vishnu's breathing you can't date when the vedas have come into the uh, into the picture so it is very uh, sanatana it is very old we can't calculate it so it is coming from the vishnu means it is transcendental veda is a transcendental one who is reading vedas one who has read four vedas actually will become brahma but the point is since brahma is also devotee of the lord even the vedas are coming from the vishnu indirectly there is involvement of krishna so that's the reason the blessings of the krishna is required even if you want to become successful karma kandi so that is some percentage krishna conscious you may say karma yoga so if you say karma yoga dhyana yoga ashtanga yoga all this yoga, what do you mean by yoga yoga is connection with the lord how much percentage is different thing it could be 10% it could be 50% it could be 80% but when you say yoga only some percentage while you are doing some karma you actually involve krishna i'll tell you an example say for example i want to cook some uh, some some sabji to lord krishna or some sweet to lord krishna so first i go to the market i select the i'm selecting the vegetables then i'm taking it to the house i'm cooking it then i'm offering it to the krishna at this point there are various steps i didn't i didn't involve krishna while buying vegetables not not while bringing home not while cooking only while offering i am actually involving krishna in that activity so the all the steps in in whatever steps i have not involved krishna those are actually karma and the place where the point where you involved krishna since yoga is connection with the krishna connection with the super soul soul and super soul getting connected is actually yoga so since while offering uh bhoga to krishna since i am involved krishna in it that has become karma yoga but if i involve krishna at a time even before offering it to the lord while buying vegetables in the market that becomes krishna conscious it means there is some part of krishna's blessings in karma yoga also there is some part of krishna's blessings in gnana yoga also there is some part of blessings in even ashtanga yoga also any kind of yoga that's a reason it is called that's the reason shila prabhupad has overstressed the importance of bhakti yoga in each and every verse of the bhagavad gita 
some people uh, say that uh, I don't like Srila Prabhupada Bhagavad Gita because Srila Prabhupada actually speaks only about Bhakti Yoga. The chapter is about Jnana Yoga. The chapter is about uh, Karma Yoga. But still Srila Prabhupada is stressing over the Bhakti Yoga only. So this is not exact transliteration of the uh, Shloka. This is not what Krishna wanted to explain. Then, there are, then what is your answer? Then how would you defend this? The answer for this, just now I explained to you. That is one of the answers. And Srila Prabhupada has written the purport seeing Madhvachari also. Madhvachari has also written like that. Vishwa Thakur also written like that. Baldavidya Vishnu also written like that. Then why like that? The reason behind it is that Sanskrit is, is such a subject where it has two meanings. Anta, antargata, artha, bahiranga, artha. It means internal meaning as well as external meaning. So, when you see the, when you exactly transliterate or translate the, the, the word, the Sanskrit shloka's meaning exact, then you are a scholar. Then you are a gnani, not even gnana yoga, you are a gnani. A gnani will never understand Krishna because he is beyond, Krishna is supreme personal goddess, he is beyond logic, he is beyond argument, he is beyond counter argument, he is beyond logic. So he is beyond gnana altogether. So that if you actually understand the very meaning of every word, like you say, the, what is the meaning of the word atma? The atma has multiple meanings. In one, in one context it is Atma, soul, the other context it is Krishna, in other context it is activity, in other context it is Brahma, in other context it is living entity. So a scholar is confused. So he will never understand Krishna consciousness. A scholar is Gnani. Devanand Pandit was such a scholar. That's the reason he was unable to understand Srimad Bhagavatam. That's the reason Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, you, you're not supposed to explain, you're not supposed to sit on Vyasasana. So in order to take Bhagavatam class, he should be a pure devotee, one. And he should, or he should get an instruction from a devotee that he should do this. Actually when, uh, um, in the sages of the Naimishwarani actually appreciate Sutta Goswami that he is a Saumya. Saumya means he is soft, he is Vignasya. And he, is, he does two things, Shavana and Kirtan also, he listens and also explains also. So there are actually six characteristics from Srimad Bhagavatam, 1.1.528. So 5, 6, 7, 8. From the four shlokas, there are six qualifications to become a speaker of Srimad Bhagavatam. So that is in the very start of the Srimad Bhagavatam, it is explained. So one has to read it again and again. One should catch hold of such a devotee who is going to explain in detail. That is success. So, Hare Krishna very much. So, for giving me this opportunity. Uh, so, I like to uh, very much oblige it to Srila Prabhupada and his movement and his followers and Acharyas that they have given me this opportunity and to all the devotees who has given this opportunity to, to uh, deliver the lecture of Srimad Bhagavatam. Though I am not eligible, though I am not eligible, still Krishna is giving me this opportunity to purify me. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. If there are any questions, you can ask me. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, my Pranam to you. Shri Prabhupada ki jai, Guru Maharaj ki jai.
Thank you so much, uh, Prabhuji, for joining. And, Hare Krishna. Uh, Hare, can you hear me? Prabhuji, can you hear? Hare Krishna. Yeah, yeah. You can hear. Okay. Yeah, Prabhuji. Yeah, Thank now I can hear. Thank you so much for the wonderful class. So, Prabhuji, did your uh, wife also join? Uh, I think uh, I think she has joined. I am not sure. <laughs> okay, okay. Actually, okay. Uh, uh, no, the network is good enough, so I am connected to this. But in the future, I will also connect her. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to, uh, you know, uh, say hurry to you know, mm -hmm. uh, if she joined because uh, that'll be very nice. Yeah, one second. Yeah, one second. One second. ஜிங்ஸ்ஸோ So Hari Bo. Thank you, Mataji. Thank Haribol. you very much. Hari Bo. Hari Bo. Hari Bo. And what is Mataji's good name? Prabhu. Priya Puja Devi Dasi, Mataji. Can you repeat? Priya Puja Devi Dasi. Okay. Priya Puja Devi Dasi. Devi Dasi. Very nice. Very nice. Yes. Thank you. We are very fortunate to have your husband join us and Prabhuji to give class. So thank you, Mataji. Please join us here. ஜாய்ஜி generally you know like uh, i was uh, uh, hearing one class from guru maharaj and he was saying that it's very very important to come to a platform where a person is vegetarian because what happens mm -hmm. you know the consciousness is more uh, open to you know like so it's very important to encourage people to be vegetarian uh, like uh, it it, uh, it will uh, encourage them to take more of uh, you know like hearing krishna consciousness because mind like you know we even given uh, comparison of animals how the elephant is more calm and giraffe and deer than the other animals uh, like that but in the translation it says that uh, the four legged animals like deer and goat as well as food as well as food grains are meant to meant to be the food for human beings Correct. so i'm just wondering why uh, four legged animals is mentioned is it because to emphasize <laughs> that yes four legged animal you can take grains you can take milk you can take but no cows because that is not explained that is explained later in the purport but i was just like mm -hmm. inquisitive to know why it is explained why it said like that because generally if we tell someone and they come across this words they'll wonder like yeah mataji was saying to be vegetarian but here shrimad bhagavatam is saying four legged animals and goat as well as this thing are meant for food for human being so that uh, uh, you know can you explain little bit why it is said like yeah definitely so first thing in one of the lectures of shila propa says that our mission is not to make non vegetarian a vegetarian because what happens is that 
either you are vegetarian or non-vegetarian, but becoming Krishna conscious is more important. It's like this. Like for example, if you are eating something, if definitely the amount of pickle, if you are eating a pickle, everyone knows what is pickle and how much it does. do we eat. We eat little in comparison with the amount of rice we eat. So it rarely see it's rarely we see that people are eating the pickle in the amount of the rice and the rice is 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 being eaten in the amount of the pickles why it is like that because the rice is the main part and rest of things are actually supporting things to eat the rice so even if one is taking initiation the first instruction by guru, any guru is chanting 16 rounds. Sorry, minimum good rounds of 16. Minimum 16 good rounds. That is the first instruction. Second instruction is following four regulatory principles. Say for example, if a person is a vegetarian, there are many people who are vegetarians and are also not Krishna conscious. Though, it, though being vegetarian is actually a supportive element to become Krishna conscious, but it still is many people who are vegetarians are not becoming Krishna conscious because only by taking the holy name of the Lord one can become Krishna conscious and that is possible only by the mercy of Vaishnava so when a person gets a uh, Vaishnava mercy in the association he will get a desire of chanting 16 rounds so I'll give an example uh, there's one devotee who was chanting one round, two rounds he is unable to follow for the principles. He stays at Hyderabad. So he used to call him and ask that I am unable to give up non-witch. What am I supposed to do now? Should I continue chanting 16 rounds? Or should I continue chanting 2 rounds? Or should I stop it? Then I told, no, no, you chant more whenever you eat non-witch more. Or you chant more when you eat non-witch. So by doing like that, now over a period of 2 years, now he is chanting 12 rounds of Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So, had it been said that being vegetarian is more important than chanting Hare Krishna, he can never, he will never come to this level. Example. So, actually, in this world, even a devotee is actually eating the plants. For example, a non-moving plant is eaten by the moving animal. A moving animal is eaten by the a moving human being. But actually, moving animal has a choice that he can select plant or animal. See, even if you say a vegetarian, he is eating the vegetables. Even veget vegetable has life. And if you go with the botany, in terms of botany, which is a study of the plants, actually the fruits of the plant is actually the children of the plant as per the botany. So we are not supposed to pluck and eat it. So if I am eating it, then it means that I am actually killing the son of a plant or a daughter of a plant. Then what to do? Then offering that even vegetables to the Krishna is more important. Because, see, getting less sin is better than getting more sin, but getting no sin is better than getting less sin. So even vegetarian will get sin if they don't offer, even if they are vegetarian, if they don't offer it to Krishna, they are going to eat sin. Because in Bhagavad Gita, it is purely explained that anything which is 
not offered to Krishna is sin, is verily sin if you eat. Then why did Daksha say that? Because Daksha has said it, like for example, if you are correcting a question paper. So, if you are correcting, you, your mood will be such a way that even the person who is about to fail, he should get passed. So your correction will be such a way. Because you want to pass everyone. So, in that perspective, Daksha, the most uh, lowest of the animal, uh, human being will eat the uh, animal. So, even that is, even that was produced, even he was produced by Krishna. That what he meant. So, Krishna can produce anything. That was his mood actually. So, it does not mean that now we have to eat the non-veg. It means that even in veg there is a sin, so we are, we are supposed to offer to Krishna. So, is it clear, Mataji, or? Uh, yes, yes, Prabhuji. And I think also, you know, several times we have heard this, that uh, if people eat cow, then uh, must suffer for as many years as the hair on yes. the body of the cow. Yeah, I, I forgot to tell that. So That's true. It's so hard to understand. How means suffer in the sense that uh, like Krishna keeps accountability of the number of hair on that cow and then uh, how, how does See, this come about? Actually, say for example, what is the size of the soul? Very minute. Um, one, I don't know. Much? Like, it is extreme. In Bhagavad Gita it is extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, it's a very one, part. one by ten thousand part of the tip of the hair. Or one by thousand part. One by ten thousand, I think. So, do you think Krishna has plucked the hair of a human being, he has cut the tip and he has calculated it? Do you think so? No. So, in Shastra, it is said like that to overstress that the person who is eating the cow will suffer a lot more than who is eating the other four-legged animal. So, it, it only uh, we cannot take it, like for example... Prabhuji, uh, your voice became low. Your voice was very yeah. clear. Achha, yeah, one, sec one second, one second, yeah, one yeah. second. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, now it's clear. Yeah. So, so, uh, so, uh, what I was telling that, uh, say for example, if you say, Aap mein buddhi nahi hai, kya? Yeah, it does not mean that he does not have buddhi. He is not using the existing buddhi. It means that, right? If I say you are you are such a fool, why you are doing like that? He, he is not a fool, but he is behaving like a fool. You mean that way. So similarly, the Shastra wants to overstress the point that one who is actually eating cow will suffer very much. And how it can explain, how to exaggerate that point, this is one of the way to exaggerate. Definitely Krishna would not keep account of number of hairs of the cow. It's not equal of that number of lives, but many lives. It means that many lives you are going to suffer in the hell. It means that way. Also Prabhuji, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 it's clear now. It's like sometimes, you know, they say, uh, like, <laughs> from me, very mundane example will come. You know, it's raining like cats and dogs, right? Uh -huh. So it's actually like no cats and dogs are falling down. It is just that cats and dogs are big and it's really raining very hard. So it's raining like cats and dogs. You know how they have these, um, I don't know what they're called in English, 
uh, as we are aging, we are forgetting uh, synonyms. Absolutely. I don't know. Yeah, no issues. When they teach children in uh, these different different uh, dialogues, it's not really meaning that, but Haan. the message is conveyed like that. So, Prabhuji, yeah, like any yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm done. You please go on. Yeah. So, what I'm saying, Prabhuji, is that uh, when you mention about the size of the soul, right? I always had a question on this. So it is very, very minute, very, I mean, the number is like so small, tip of the hair, one, uh, 10,000 something you mentioned, right? So Krishna has made the size of the soul so small that even like a small little atom, uh, you know, uh, it has a soul in, uh, inside it. So that yeah. soul can be accommodated in everything. That's why? Mm. Yeah, come again. I'm sorry. I, it got... Uh... Okay, um, say it again. The size of the soul has been made so small, so that can uh -huh. be accommodated even in like a small little atom, you know? Uh, like every living entity which is kind of a living entity, from the smallest to, you know, sometimes we see these very small ants. Very, there's a very small ant, so in, inside that also there's a soul. So very uh -huh. scientifically Krishna has made this because the living entities are from varying sizes. So he has considered the lowest, uh, you know, size and then he is incorporated. <laughs> is that the reason or? Uh, no, am it's I not uh, like that. It's not like that. Actually, it's like this, the opposite way. Okay. Can you yeah, yeah. Actually, it is like this. Living entities are, are, are of not of different sizes or are different types. The types which you are seeing is actually the combination of Sattvaguna, Rajaguna and Tamaguna. Because, why I am saying that? Because actually all the external body which you are seeing, that is actually a combination of five Bhuta Tattvas, Pancha Bhutas. But the Pancha Bhutas are being created by the Sattva, Rajo, Tamaguna of the Prakruti. So I am saying that the different combination of Sattva, Tamo, Raja are actually giving different sizes, different types different quantities of the bodies which are seen to the gross uh, eyes but actually the body you can see but actually uh, say for example uh, a carberry chocolate the carberry is in the center of the chocolate so they are not making the chocolate, everything, they are not, not inserting the Cadbury into it. Actually, they are taking the Cadbury first, then they are making a covering ab above it. Then it is becoming a chocolate. Did you get this? So similarly, the, the, the living entity, the, the soul who has fought with Krishna in spiritual world. So that, that soul is covered by the coverings. Those coverings are, are given by Prakruti, which are given by Brahma, actually. Brahma is actually helping Prakruti, Prakruti is also helping the Gunas, Gunas are helping the uh, Panchabhutas and Panchabhutas in different uh, probabilities, they are making the bodies. So it is the living entity size is fixed, but the covering has increased. But the same living entity, the same soul, when it goes back to the spiritual world, what happens? It becomes free. It becomes free from the material designations. It becomes free from the bodies. 
so just like there is different rule in india and from the america similarly there will be different rules from material world to from spiritual world the moment you go to spiritual world you will regain your original constitution you will, you will remain you will regain your original soul it's like you are watching a t- you are watching a movie with a 3d glasses but the movie on the screen is the same it appears different it appears as if it is uh, it is coming on to you by using 3d glasses right but the 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 the, uh, the screen is the same the movie is the same it is it is so that the the same movie with 3d glasses and without 3d glasses is the same is different but actually the, di- the director has made only one kind of movie that uh, he has created only one kind of movie same kind of characters on the uh, the same video is being used but when you use 3d glasses it looks different similarly the living soul which you have right now which you are actually not in you which you are living soul your soul it appears as if gross in this material world like wearing a 3d glasses but it regains its original constitution just like the image in on the screen it is like that it is normal in the spiritual world is it clear mata ji uh, yes it's like a question of perceiving it not like that Ah, it's all a perception. Why do you perceive certain things certain way? Because of your uh, samskaras, because of your parenting, because of your association, there are many other things. Your choice, even that is one of the factors. Yes, Prabhuji. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. I like your class because you explain with examples. So that kind of clears the doubt, you know. So, yeah. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Hare Krishna. I have uh, this, uh, this verse that we are discussing here today. This seems to be contrary to uh, the principles uh, of, uh, I mean, uh, generally the compassionate nature of the Vaishnavas. So is it uh, even, uh, so, uh, how does such a verse find its place in Srimad Bhagavatam? I mean, I am surprised. Uh, so like... Uh, 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 like so your if i am not uh, your voice is not clear toji but i will repeat it you are asking me that how uh, uh, the prayer has this contradiction of uh, four legged animals uh, human beings eating four legged animals was that your question yes yes actually, actually similar, to, uh, similar to what i asked actually quite similar. yeah 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 quite similar in a different way why it is there in shrimad bhagavatam when it is called Amalam Puranam. Because Srimad Bhagavatam, see, uh, there is Hiranyakashapa in the Srimad Bhagavatam. The different types of demons also in the Srimad Bhagavatam. So, the Srimad Bhagavatam, yeah. But here it is uh, looking like, uh, even in the Prabhupada Marg also, 
uh, while uh, uh, while sacrificing an animal, the uh, the sacrificer has to uh, recite that mamsa uh, prayer, which says that I'll also be culpable and I'll I can also be killed my next life similarly by you. So uh, in effect, yes. even if it is a tamuan bajuguna, uh, first of all, this Amal uh, Puran in Sattva Suddha Sattva, and and shouldn't come to the uh, Rajivan Tamal Tam level. And secondly, even in Rajivan Tamal level also, uh, this prayer has to be recited so that uh, in the process everybody gets purified. But there is no uh, qualificatory statement here before staying, uh, stating that these deers or goats are consumed by humans, who are meant to be consumed by humans. So unless the qualification is there, how do you take it? Actually, uh, I'll tell you a few things like, Prabhuji, uh, that Kshatriyas, in the purport itself says that sometimes Kshatriyas can have non-wish. Yeah. As per Manus Samhita or Manusmriti. Yeah. You can say Manusmriti. As per Manusmriti, um, even Kshatriyas can hunt the animals. They, they are going to the forest for hunting the animals. But if they take some non-wish, it does not make any, it's not a mistake. But still they have to take another birth and suffer. Like Shanka Chuda, when he is a Kshatriya. So when a Kshatriya was, uh, uh, he says that, please Krishna, please take me back to back to world in the same lifetime in the Krishna book. Krishna says, you are a Kshatriya, you must have eaten non-veg. Then he says, yes, then you have to take one more lifetime. So it's like this, that, uh, see, the relaxation does not uh, mean uh, the there is a negative there will be no negative impact of doing sin. But relaxation is given because he is unable to control it. Yeah. See, for example, say for example, devotees generally used to eat onion garlic earlier before becoming Krishna conscious. And onion and garlic is considered to be the cow meat as per the Manusmriti. In that way, everyone were non-vegetarian. In Kali Yuga, everyone are non-vegetarian. Even the devotees have changed it. Now we are not eating, that's a different thing. But Manusamita clearly says that Kshatriya can have it. That's the reason people say Lord Ram, Lord Krishna must have been non-vegetarians. They, they say that. But there is no such reference because Lord Krishna or Lord Rama always uh, in Ramayana or Bhagavad Gita or in Bhagavatam, nowhere it is mentioned that though they are, though they are Kshatriyas, they never had non-vegetarians. It is mentioned like that. So, why Daksha was saying that, see, it's like this. Like, for example, if I want to glorify the government, how do you glorify? Government is doing that good, this good. It is also allowing drinkers, drunkards, to drink because there are licensed wine shops. Then you may question, how come the government is putting up a licensed wine shop then? Government is such a good thing. And it one it one way says that smoking kills, then it, it it starts selling the tobacco. Why? Because there are people definitely there are people who are going to transgress these rules. So obviously there are people who will transgress the rule of eating vegetarian only. There are people who will eat non-veg also. Even if you are falling in that category, you are supposed to eat deer and goats. Any four-legged animal, leaving cow, that 
that's what Srila Prabhupada meant. It's simple. Say for example, if a devotee is chanting 16 rounds and another devotee is chanting 2 rounds. So what will be your suggestion to 16 round chanter to chant 2 rounds? Will it be the instruction from Guru? No. No. Why? But but the same guru is telling the chanting. But the same guru is telling the person who is chanting two rounds. Very good. Please continue. Some problem with guru? Ah, so it is that. See, now he see the person who is chanting two rounds cannot chant sixteen. So what he says, guru, you please read books also. When Srila Prabhupada says he may listen. So in that way. So, depending on time and circumstance, the Guru will have suggested particular disciple. Not disciple, uh, not initiated disciple, but aspiring disciple. So, similarly, now Daksha Maharaj is in the path of enjoyment. So, is in the Pravritti Marga. So, a person who is doing the Pravritti Marga is in the path of enjoyment, his consciousness will be in terms of enjoyment only. So, he will see these things. But if, if there is no path of enjoyment, if there is no Pravritti Marga at all, then there will be no population only then. Then Swayambhu Manu cannot, will not do sex only. There is no enjoyment only. It will become Chatushkumar then. Then there is no population. Then there is no material world. So when we are saying material world, it includes everything. All kinds of people. There are initial devotees who don't follow certain rules. Are they not? That's the reason Guru is suffering. So there are every kind of category in this world. So what actually Raksha Maharaj meant from this thing that from Hamsa uh, uh, prayers that Krishna is actually the maintainer of all kinds of living entities. And living entities as per their desire are taking different types of bodies. And they are taking different types of bodies because they are having different types of desires. Then definitely they are act, act as per their desires. So like that, we are. It is better to understand. I feel. I think that is the understanding. I, I yeah. Think, yeah, that is also clear. And I also meanwhile found that between chapter, text eight and text nine, verse eight and verse nine, the verse eight uh -huh. starts with alas. Oh, oh, oh. No, no, no. Please, just uh, uh, I mean, one point, uh, I mean, uh, first canto. First canto. One point, one point, five to eight. I told one point, one point, five to eight. Yeah, gunas of the Somya, yeah. Yeah. No, so what now, I'm saying the, is, uh, oh. text, uh, yeah. text eight, six, nine. They, uh -huh. the text 8 starts oh alas that means it is a uh, it is already painted in a negative way so uh, are meant actually the word meant is used but if uh, the meant is like a, like a uh, uh, directive it's looking like a direct direction but it's a the actual verse it is stated as a fact these people eat that but with the word use of the word in the translation meant it has become it's just, Appearing in the English translation as if it is a, um, uh, uh, it is directive, but it is actually not directive mm -hmm. because that the word uh, uh, yes. uh, actually uh, clarifies it to a great extent. 
Yeah, I got it. Okay. It is a fact. Alas, yeah, that is for people such in in person. Yes, yes. And your okay. explanation is also thank you, bro. Okay. Thank you very much. So, are there any other questions? Thank you, Prabhuji, for a wonderful and nectarine class. It was really nice discussion. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, because of my office, unable to ask some questions, but I can. No issues. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. No issues. Hare Krishna. So, um, is there any other questions, or else we can wind it up? Yes, in the call, unless anybody has any comment, question.